Hi, I'm Ricardo Deacon, and welcome to the Recommendation Game. I'm here with my co-host... Ricardo Deacon. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm Orla Martinez. This is uh, the Recommendation Game. Uh, you're listening to Dublin Digital Radio. Uh, we are a weekly film podcast where we take turns to pick a movie that the other person hasn't seen, and then we watch it separately and meet to discuss it. This week's film was chosen by Orla. Yes. Uh, by the way, sorry, people, that we missed the week. Yes. Oh, yeah. Apologies for that. But, but, you know, it's been mental. It has been mental. So, <laughs> but we're back. We're back. I'm better, better than, than ever. ever. <laughs> I'm back. Dun, dun, dun. Back in New York. There's a, <coughs> a wrestling intro song for Ric Flair that is like, I'm back and better than ever. I'm back. Okay, so away we go. Uh, the synopsis for away we go is as they wait for the birth of their baby, a couple travel across America in search of the perfect place to raise their family. During their journey, they share certain misadventures and reconnect with old friends and relatives. The experience and people they encounter help them define the word home on their own terms, possibly for the first time in their lives. That's nice. Uh, the reason why Ricardo's doing this backwards is he did not print off the sheets, so he's reading it from his phone. I could have gotten away with it. <coughs> well, you did it backwards. I had to point out why. So it is directed by Sam Mendes, produced by Edward Saxon, Mark Turtletop, Turtletop, uh, Vincent Lande, uh, written by Dave Eggers and Vandela Vida, starring John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Jeff Daniels, Carmen Yogo, Jim Gaffigan, Maya Gigalingal, Josh Hamilton, Alison Janey, Melanie Linsky, Chris Messina, Catherine O'Hara, and Paul Scheider. Everyone. Uh, Paul yeah. Schneider, sorry, not Paul Scheider. Yeah, that, <laughs> Paul uh, Schneider, even. Uh, yeah, I was uh, mystified that um, John Krasinski is married to Emily Blunt, and she did not believe me until I showed her pictures of them There's together. There's an interview that... Uh, <coughs> Uh, John Krasinski was doing immigration in London. They oh, wouldn't yeah. believe him because it's like, you're married to her? She married you? Uh, mu- She's a national treasure. Music by Alexei Mordok. Cinematography by Ellen Kouras. Uh, edited by Sarah Flack. Uh, that's the, the the thing. That's all, folks. Uh, <coughs> so thanks for listening. See you next week. <laughs> so, Arla, why did you pick Away We Go? Um, because it's a big warm hug of a movie <laughs> and I never pick movies like this but really I do because it's a big warm hug of a movie that I always forget actually packs quite an emotional bunch um, yeah it's it's kind of one of those things it sort of sneaks up on you a bit um, and then before you realise it you're kind of like oh um, like there are a few I think quite um, uh, sort of hard hitting uh, moments in it um, but uh, yeah it's I think that the best thing that was said about this film was, um, I think I've said this before, it was Sam Mendes himself. And he said he wanted to make a movie about a couple like on the road, on a journey, but where there's never any thought of them breaking up. It's not a breakup movie. It's not about their relationship. <clears throat> so you have to, be- I think you really have to believe in the couple and like understand why they are so solid. And you have to like, you know, know that they won't break up. And there's a kind of a comfort in that, that, they're this sort of rock in the center of the film and like I've seen I've seen reviews of this where people have kind of described them as smug um which I don't really get like film is always going to be kind of like what you bring to it and you know I feel like it's it's the kind of thing where people are sort of like easy to dismiss it because it's like they're too happy this is not real 
And it kind of reminded me uh, of when I was watching this time, I was thinking of um, uh, the couple in Patterson, like Patterson and uh, um, Laura. Yeah. Yeah. And like. And the dog. Yes. <laughs> What's the dog called? Uh, Winston? No, that would yeah, be too obvious. Yeah, I have Winston yeah. in my head, but... Yeah, but it's because it's a fucking yeah. bulldog, so all yeah. bulldogs for me are Winston uh, Churchill. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't actually... Oh, okay, I love that movie. Um, but, like, dogs, they want to create a famine in India. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> Shade on Churchill. Not for the first time. Um, or the last. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I would dare say not. Um, yeah, so... Uh, it's a similar kind of of, of uh, idea where you know you, you really believe in this couple, you believe in their love, you believe in why they're together and why like no matter what they you know they're gonna they're gonna make it through. Um, but yeah, like uh, this film is also really funny. Um, and like <laughs> I forgot until I watched it with Eileen, and we were just like hanging ourselves laughing. Like there's a few. I mean, the stroller scene is is what well, we predict your favorite. Also, the with the kid, like the the little so big baby psychopath. <laughs> like it's just it's this just small little moment of like absolute perfection. And I think a lot of the comedy as well is obviously coming from Bert because he's just he's that guy. And it's really funny because he kind of reminds me in a way of. Um, of uh, my sister's boyfriend Angus, <laughs> they have a similar kind of goofy vibe and like kind of like you know it's just it's very very endearing. Um, but and I think that what's key as well is that yeah, a character like that in a movie like that could very very easily fall over into like quirky and irksome. Um, to quote Mark Remote. And uh, I don't actually know what Mark Ruth does this film. I know he does like Sam Mendes. In fact, it might have been in an interview with him yeah. that he's like talking about the um, the couple thing. But uh, uh, I think part of the reason why it's kind of deceptively um, like emotionally hitting is um, the kind of light first third of the film. Um, like it feel it feels kind of standard indie fare. You know the soundtrack, the driving along. Like I think that Bert's parents aren't like the way the different characters fall in the film. I don't think his parents are great. Like, I don't really believe them. It's a little bit too, a little bit too quirky, a little bit too, you know, they're wacky, you know. And then we have Alison Janney, who is, I think is completely wasted in this film. And it's kind of disappointing because I love her so much. But even though, like, Galligan's hilarious and, you know, it's, it's kind of funny and silly or whatever. But I think that as soon as they get to her sister, the film kind of, becomes a bit meatier and like I think their relationship is really really great and uh like obviously Montreal is is heartbreaking and I think in those moments the film is able to use the side characters more effectively like the scene with sound of music etc like you know you completely believe that world whereas when you go to Alice and Janney it just it seems a bit silly so before you know it I think you're kind of you're sort of invested invested in the story uh, I think the end is, is too long. I was thinking that the last day, how there's a little bit too much time of them going around the house and everything. But at the same time, I love them so much. I love Maya Rudolph. Like, I forget how great she is because she's, it's not that often that she's the main character in yeah. things. And that's why, like, she's just so perfect in this because she has that, she has that kind of, like, you, know, you completely understand why she loves Bert. Somebody so talented, uh, yeah. like, uh, usually because she doesn't have, like, the 
Emily Blunt looks, yeah, let's say, that yeah. she doesn't get the, the parts yeah. that she deserves kind of thing. Yeah, but like, she's just so fab. And, and even just like seeing her in a film like this, um, I totally believe her. And also she her wardrobe in this, I have never seen someone look so good while also pretending to be pregnant. Although she probably was pregnant because her yeah. and Paul Thomas Anderson, my personal favorite couple in the fucking world, have like six kids and she's pregnant in a lot of things. But um but like looking amazing obviously but um yeah like i just I... being rich and pregnant helps as well well yeah but like she's fab i really i've always liked john krasinski anyways and like i love in this that he he looks properly goofy like his hair is terrible like he's a very handsome man but like even whenever he goes to his job interview and he has the hair slicked back and you know it i, I, I can believe in 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 him um also like you I mean the soundtrack it's just great it's perfect it's indie it's it's ridiculous um and i figured as well that uh if it made you sad because they're happy that i was probably onto a winner so <laughs> without further ado ricardo what did you think of this film well like uh, it'd be very hard to put into words how much i dislike this movie <laughs> oh god i found this movie repugnant and what is wrong with all liberals and it kind of explains why Trump <laughs> won the election. And I'll get to why that with uh, as in I <laughs> oh, probably since perfect. Terminator Salvation oh I haven't disliked the movie as much as this. Oh, as in that Christ. I if it wasn't for the podcast like you know me, I'll watch through anything and not like as a point of pride oh, of not stop stop watching it yeah i nearly stopped watching it even oh with the God. podcast <sighs> like i had to like just endure it was like oh dear we fucking were... like gripping against had the table just wanted to day? scream no no i went in like oh my completely God. open-minded to watch it okay and then i went in also with an awful lot of like goodwill towards it uh, okay i love the genre yeah. I love the actors. I really like John Krasinski. I like Maya Rodolph. I like Alison Janney. I love Maggie Gyllenhaal. Like, down the line, Jeff Daniels. Everybody. Everybody is doing a terrible job in this movie. Like, the cinematography sucks ass. Like, it looks like a piece of shit. Uh, I love Sam Mendes. Like, I, 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 it's one of the few directors oh that until this movie, <clears throat> I had seen every film of his yeah and i i regret seeing this because it just spoiled everything else because in a way like it just made like the flaws that are in his other movies are present here but like exponentially like without any redeeming features and it's not oh even God. enjoyable in a bad way you know that i me and john will like watch terrible movies together yeah. and enjoy it it's Shout just john. not bad enough to be even enjoyable it was just painful i just wanted to like rip eye my eyes and shit on them like <laughs> oh my god okay why did you hate it <laughs> okay to begin with i did not believe whatsoever the relationship and i actually Whoa. went back on the movie and it, for a movie that is about love and all things they have such a weird non-physical relationship that the movie actually throws itself backwards to avoid them kissing. They don't kiss once in the entire movie. And even in the end, no, even in the end when they're sitting next to each other in the house and they look at each other, it's like, we're happy. And then he goes and grabs her hand and kisses her hand. Not even a hug or whatever, that even in the opening that they're kissing, the sounds of kissing is off screen. And then it cuts to him going down on her 
with <laughs> cover sheets or whatever. So they go bend themselves backwards to try to not show it. And it, it, it's so odd because I noticed it. Did that freak soon. you out? It didn't freak me out. Is that for a film like that? If that was the only issue, oh my god, that that wouldn't be the, uh, that wouldn't be the reaction. But I mean that even in the basic level of that i didn't believe that okay again. i think if you were not gonna believe in that then there was no hope for you whatsoever. yeah but the problem is that like it could still have been an enjoyable movie okay. or like at least nothing as offensive as i found this okay this is so fun for one i think it is <laughs> one of the worst screenplays i've fucking seen and also in the f- fucking fact that it, it, it reeks of a first draft reeks of even the when they go like she's like sitting there giving like this weird story about the lemon tree or whatever about her house and then the next scene they're driving the lemon tree it's like okay i would have still hated both scenes and being too obvious but don't fucking do them back to back is like that's not how foreshadowing works you should have done like that she has that discussion (laughs) in the beginning of the movie then she sits and looks at the lemon tree and you just cut to it and you know what she's thinking without her having to to talk about it and then cut to the fucking lemon tree entrance of the florida house uh, or whatever like uh, i found them really smug as well uh, but not because of being happy it's because they're so the movie and it's a fault of the movie not in the the writer and the characters it's how badly it presents all the other side characters they're cardboard cutouts caricatures that don't exist in the real world and they were offensively bad offensively bad and even the the little the the fucking weird undercurrent that all of them are slightly racist towards Maya Rudolph and nobody fucking says anything about it that they are all like commenting about her hair and stuff like that out of nowhere and then changing the conversation but it's obviously I don't think that it, like everyone is unpunished by the racism like. no but like it, like even <clears> when <throat> it, like in Maggie Gyllenhaal's house that they, they actually kind of go that way that there's the undertone also about her parents and stuff yeah that it's like very uncomfortable is that fucking John Krasinski goes ape shit because they don't approve of his position like as an insurance sales I don't know like I that, also, that is like the final straw there I think in that conversation but, I don't think that but it's but they don't address it like if he's such a good guy supposedly not saying that he's like you he start a fight or whatever but also that he sits there and both like they're presented as characters that wouldn't take that kind of punishment let's say that they're flawed in other ways but they're open-minded in the sense of what they view of the world or whatever. But even like the weird fucking scene, like when they're uh, leaving the 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 racetrack with Jim Gaffigan and Alison Janey, yeah, and the fucking pedo cowboys start talking to the little girl in the background, and it's like for no fucking reason, and they walk what? out. Yeah, that they call the the little girl over and they start talking to them, like that the film is showing how little shit Jim Gaffigan and Alison Janey give up all their children i completely missed that like it's all these little moments that also like it's so uh, you know how we discuss movies about like empathy and stuff like that this is a movie that is pretending to be empathetic about characters and the human condition and the idea of being happiness and what home means for one as well in as soon as the movie began and i realized that it was going to be a road trip I, I called it in my head. It's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be that they every it's like the three little piggies in uh, story or like uh, uh, Goldilocks kind of thing <laughs> that is like, this is too crazy. This is too wild. This is too hot. This is too cold. It just has to be perfect. But it has to be us. 
that's gonna be and i was like okay fine it's the journey that counts but what a shitty journey by god every single moment like even that sound of music moment i nearly fucking slammed my laptop off the wall <laughs> but, but they say like oh yeah the kids are like 10 years old or whatever and they go they stop on the first half of sound of music because they go oh we don't want to explain to them yet about the nazis it's like it's the whole point of watching the sound of music with your kids because then it's like the an gentle in- explanation of the Nazis yeah it's an end for them to understand that there is evil in the world or whatever it's the whole point of like even Disney movies that are like what do you fucking show Lion King and cut before Mufasa dies or whatever that you're like protecting your little fucking babies and putting them in like little balls or whatever and this is like the way that the script is written and uh, performed or whatever the way that the characters because they're so right and everybody else is so wrong you know it's why fucking liberal america doesn't work both that sense of like the protection of the kids or whatever they can't fucking uh, prepare them to the bad world and then like fucking you meet the fascist and you don't know what to do with it fucking it's a bad world out there fucking show them shit and then also how <laughs> tell them about nazis because they're out there how like there's this sense of superiority and it's like the i'm not like the reason why those characters really didn't feel true is that there was no redeeming feature to say like that at any point i could imagine them even conceptualizing an idea of living near these people as in that it could be cool to live near them before because the movie presents them as that they haven't changed that they were have always been this way. The Maggie Gyllenhaal's character <clears throat> has always been this weird and fucking and off the walls. Oh, let's this cliche kind of new age fucking bullshit. And I don't. Then, I don't know if that's completely true because like Bert is clearly surprised by her. You know what I mean? Like say for Alice and Janney or whatever. It's like she's clearly always just been like that. And you know, it's like fair enough. I don't think Maya Rudolph was ever really going to be on board with that. You know, it was kind of just the first. But I think... But, no, but I think, like, for... Um, for Mikey Gillingall, I just think that the difference is... I think that the, was just Bert hasn't seen housing, her for years. And, yeah, that's the thing, is that I think it's the shock of him changing and her not changing. Yeah. That he thought that, like, him being his 30s, that she would have, like, uh, toned down her hippie ways or whatever, you yeah. know? So, like, and then he's shocked that she's still that way, you know? Because um, even when they go to her office and they're like looking at the outside yeah. or whatever before they go in, it's like he's kind of like, oh, oh dear, you know, like it. I uh, no, she, uh, Mikey Gillingall, bless, uh, bless you, I love you, but oh my god, I, I was like, I was praying for like John Krasinski for the movie just to take like complete left turn and for him to stab her to death. <laughs> it's like, with the stroller, and also like the the fucking very uh, offside kind of comment that they have sex with their kids in the same bed and they're just kind of like that's fucking actually child abuse so you have to like yeah well and it's kind of like no it's the only scene that it's kind of okay in the movie that i thought that it was like a a touchy moment is when uh uh his uh not his brother their friends like melanie linsky yeah that they're having the the uh michael messina i think is the 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 name of the the actor yeah that he's in everything i never remember his name 
like he he's I really explaining like him, what, what love is or whatever like what they find family is and I stuff totally and I totally bought, bought like, them and their relationship no I like. bought it until like the movie absolutely fucking like go like the movie there is one review that I, I just went to see not to like form my opinion I was like w- w- did everybody think that this was good kind of thing the my the <laughs> one river that actually gave it like two and a half stars he didn't hate it as much as i did i don't think anyone did that the uh the movie the the review was like no and nobody will love this movie as much as this movie loves itself <laughs> they're like, uh, I, like oh that's good the when they're doing like the strip scene or whatever it's, and it's like meant to be like dark and funny or whatever the like melanie linsky is good he's like oh she miscarried yesterday or whatever dark and, and funny not dark like in the beginning it's kind of funny because it's like they're in a strip joint to go out with their like married friends or whatever yeah. And then you go like, oh, this is kind of awkward or whatever. And then you have these close-ups and this the movie going like, oh, look how poignant we are. Look how poignant we are. Oh, look. Oh, look. Oh. Uh, and then it's like, then you realize that it's like John Krasinski and Maya Rudolph are really great actors because then they have the moment when they're not fucking like saddled with this piece of shit script that they just look at each other. And it's like, yeah, they're, that, that's acting. That's good shit. There you go. Like just that moment th- when just born everything else. Maya Rudolph comes in and looks at her. Like I like, oh, she's so good. I love her. And then like the the whole part in Florida was like, oh no. Like I l- actually like the the uh, uh, Schneider car- uh, actor. Like he's, yeah, I like him. He's a lot, in yeah. uh, he plays he's Dick in Little and uh, yeah, Jesse James. Yeah. Like, he's in a lot of things. Uh, he's really good. Yeah, you have a big old pecker for a little scrawny boy like yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that's a quote from Assassinations. Yeah, Jesse James. just to be movie. clear, I'm glad that you, I'm glad you uh, clarified that. God, that was like, like he's talking about like his wife leaving, whatever, and then John Krasinski completely right starts ringing people because like she abandoned her child. Yeah, it's not like that. He's ta- ring, trying to ring her to fucking find her so his brother can go back to to her. He's ringing her because he's like. How how much can my brother lie to his daughter or whatever? Yeah. And Maya Rudolph comes out. The movie portrays as the voice of reason to like stop bothering people. It's midnight. It's like she's ruining a child, her daughter's life. Fuck yeah. ringing somebody at midnight. I don't give a shit. Even if it's somebody that is like off, like <laughs> hand. If they're good people, if they're like good people, they even if they're not related I think it's to the more incident, that it's pointless no but even if it's pointless run it about the hour yeah run it up to the fucking end of it like he rings like two people and then she goes like oh you're not gonna get anywhere it's like just give it a fucking no no, the implication there is that he's been out there for a while like be there for more time it's like even if it's fruitless it's like this i'm just important everything else you said i'm like okay fair enough but that is a weird thing to be bothered by and then they fucking lay down in the fucking uh whatever trampoline trampoline (laughs) and then they snuggle up nose and don't kiss still like i i don't know what the fuck was going on on the set it's like it was like emily we're fucking if there was like some sort that they didn't like each other or the some somebody was jealous or i don't know what because it's super weird that is so weird i've never noticed that like but it's like it's more that it was like a symptom of what i felt it's because it felt off and then i started going like 
why are like little moments that it's like where this kind of movie live and die even like when they're uh in bed like spooning it felt so awkward for them like position wise and shit and then also that they're discussing and then it doesn't make it better uh, it makes it worse as well that it's already weird that like the fucking soundtrack is in the background just going like for it <laughs> like super loud or whatever it's Ricardo like is banjo. Playing a banjo right yeah, now yeah. little fucking banjo like look at me in the movie yeah oh and it's like I, I, it's even how how like like American uh, Beauty is kind of unwatchable now, not because of Samantha's fault. It's kind of because uh, it's because it, I'm sad that uh, Scott Bakula's Enterprise uh, tanked. So every time I see Scott Bakula as the gay neighbor, I get sad. I'm not going to mention the KS. Um, well, yeah, actually earlier before you came over, there's a Netflix like CNN special on uh, they're like they do like a thing on different. Thing? Uh, huh? Uh, Netflix uh, CNN thing about what like oh sorry what did you say there me too yeah like no no it's uh, it's about um, presidential elections so they do like Kennedy Nixon yeah um, and uh, like um, Clinton Bush etc so I mean they're not they're CNN they're not like briefly producing but they're kind of interesting there's a lot of archive and stuff and there's like interviews with James Carville and that kind of stuff but they're narrated by Kevin Spacey because obviously like House of Cards you know like and I was like oh god this is so weird because you're especially the bill clinton one because you're watching it and it's like oh this is really interesting and then he'll just come in with a line and his voice is so unsettling yeah it's now that you know oh it's just weird the fact that like that must have been made maybe like a year ago or something like it's recent enough like i'd say probably not you know at all just it unsettled me so much and uh, i love road to perdition like I love the soundtrack, love the performances. Like uh, like Sam Mendes, the like first work with Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is great, and that of course Stanley Tucci is in there. So like anything <sighs> with Stanley Tucci, Tucci I'll, I'll watch. And then like Revolutionary Road has its flaws. It's a little bit on the nose. Michael Shannon yeah. is off the fucking charts in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it looks amazing. Like the performances yeah. are great. It's Roger Deakins again. The, the soundtrack is great. is great. And I think it does exactly what it says in the tin kind yeah. of thing. It's it, not. It's a little bit too, too harrowing. It's a little bit. Life is just a little bit too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I did like the two James Bond that he did. Second one, a lot less than Skyfall, but I liked Skyfall. What, which ones did he do? Skyfall and the last one, whatever the. the oh, I don't know uh, if we. Oh, the one that starts off in. Dealers uh, Muertos, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that one. Can't remember. Like, it's very forgettable, but it's not a yeah, bad movie. Yeah, because I, I like Skyfall. And, the, and the, yeah, the Home Alone fucking ending. Uh, <laughs> what? The Skyfall ending is like a fucking reef on Home Alone that they make, like, the house to be, like... Uh, that they put like nails on the fucking light bulb so when they turn on the lights the n- fucking I... that they like... oh my god yes yeah, it's home alone sorry oh my god I can compl- where he's in Scotland yeah yeah oh my god oh, I completely forgot about that see we watched like all the modern ones yeah uh, we didn't watch the Bruce uh, Bruce um, fucking Pierce Brosnan ones yeah. and I kind of want to watch them again because he did a load of interviews for Mamma Mia and I was like I actually really like Pierce Brosnan yeah. even whenever he's in that terrible movie with Robert Pattinson um, oh yeah! Remember me? 
Like, oh yeah, the end is nine eleven. Ironically, very forgettable. Um, <laughs> but ends in nine eleven. Well, like so bad. Oh my god, never has a movie attempted to tack on emotion. Have you seen Taffin, the the Irish gangster movie that he was in? Taffin. Yeah, that is that line. That movie that uh, has that line that I feel she like goes. That's not how that's pronounced. Uh, the 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 woman goes like, I hate this place, and fucking Pierce Brosnan is like with sunglasses indoors, like drinking whiskey, and he goes, So maybe you shouldn't live here then. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> the worst Pierce Brosnan impression I know he, he was just like he was in the room with me which was quite thrilling yeah, like uh, that, that is amazing but coming <laughs> back to this I was like oh my god what the fuck also coming back to the cinematography as well because it was like not only like it was head spe- splittingly bad I don't think let me correct that I don't think the cinematography is particularly bad like but it reeks of early digital cameras that they people didn't know how to do with it like the with the footage afterwards because it has a terrible kind of blue tint gray that makes everything kind of low contrast it's like you watch like fucking YouTube filmmakers trying to teach you how to grade <laughs> digital footage into looking into like film make your 5g look like an area alexa yeah like and it looks exactly the uh, shit as that this kind of like monotone boring flat no contrast kind of it just looks like somebody fucking it's like smoking in front of the lenses at all time i 100 did not notice that at all and also uh for a road trip what movie, else? <laughs> like, I love road trip movies, okay? Absolutely adore them. And you know how, like, we said that it's always about, like, the journey. The internal journey, the external journey. Yeah. And then, like, I think that it is such a bad decision also to make the road trip be, like, so scattered. That it's not, like, really a road trip. You know, that it's presented as a road trip movie. But they're kind of crisscrossing the country. Yeah, that it's uh, kind of, like... And it's so abstract, like uh, uh, not abstract. It's so, it's just like decision that the screenwriters made. It's not a based on a real life story or whatever. They could have easily been like they started in, like fucking the north of the United States. They could have like swung back home through Toronto or something, just driving around kind of thing. You know, yeah. Like, so not uh, enough driving. It's not, it's not only that it's not enough driving. It's that none of the places felt like they're the movie's said to be like. Are we going to feel at home at this place? Yeah. And it's not only the people that feel completely like pastiches of human beings. They they, they look like, uh, uh, you know, when you, you have to get like fucking like uh, oh, there's, cutouts. There's like, nothing to be done. You know, like cut out like those uh, like in Truman Show, you know, that he gets like the pictures of like 10 different women to make a picture of the woman. Oh, that yeah. Like they look like that. That it's like they they feel like <laughs> a human being. Michael yeah, they feel like a human being. I forgot about that guy. I love the Truman Show so much. They, um, they, 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 like, like I was gonna say that like this movie could have done with some Noah Emmerich, but then he would have been fucking wasted in this as well. So never mind. Uh, like uh, he dodged the bullet. Jeff Daniels is so bad in it. They're like uh, Catherine O'Connor, like the mother talking about Home Alone. She's the mother from Home Alone. Kevin. Oh my god, she is. Yeah, like I was like very. Oh this is god. what I was having to do, like to forget. I listened to Jane. I was like, how how do you get one of I the agree. most likable actresses in the world? That. One of the best, and to give like such a one tone, yeah. terrible no, I, performance. I hundred percent agree. And, and again, it's like the problem is. Wh- 
it's not only the words that she's saying is my rudolph's reaction laughing with her when she's like fucking abusing her kids and it's not an uncomfortable laugh like john kuzinski's character is like oh i'm kind of not enjoying this and maya rudolph is like oh she's a little bit over the top i can't deal with her like every day but it's kind of good to see her like every so often or or whatever you know i didn't get that fight from my rudolph at all like but the movie doesn't like even go, like if I was in any person that I know that is like in their right minds would have gone like this is enough shit or call call them out or whatever. And also, it's like the the whole like poor people kind of you know in like fucking in the uh, what is it called the the Midwest fly, flying flyover, states flyover or whatever states. the flyover <laughs> flying state. states. The flying states. In the flyover states that they're like uneducated hicks or whatever. And it's like, okay, they're going. And also they're going there. Like the only place that the people actually show them around is when they went to Toronto, I think. Montreal. Montreal. Couldn't fucking give a shit because like, you could, like they go to a cafe that could have been anywhere. Like they literally oh, could have fucking shit. Oh, it definitely sh- looks like Montreal. No, but what I mean is that it doesn't give you a sense of Okay, Montreal no, kind of like thing. when you said that about the places, I kind of understood what you meant. Not, well, not really whenever they go to Phoenix because that feels like Phoenix, but no, definitely not. It feels that like a feels, caricature. No, that felt All like Montreal. Felt that like... is Montreal, though. That's exactly what. That's what the Montreal feels like. Like I think Montreal definitely works. Like, even like the, the the club they go to, the people around them, and everything. Like, no, Ricardo is shaking his head. <laughs> and then obviously, like the liberals that can have kids, they have like multiracial. Like it's kind of that. Like if the movie had like a subtler touch to it, you know. Uh, like I think that the movie could have gotten away with everything, everything that else. Saying. and changed no, no. everything else about it. For me, it's kind of that it's because it's so a obvious and b like they could have done all the same trips. It's one of those few things that it's in structure. I don't have an issue with the movie. Yeah, that 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 greatly is the execution is so poorly in all the like all down the line from like fucking shot to shot editing to fucking dialogue to everything the whole fucking thing about him scaring her to to uh, oh I, I was just like oh, 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 i'm gonna fucking get sick here <laughs> i laughed so hard i love uh, Bert. oh uh, jesus man like uh, uh, <laughs> that you're saying like nobody fucking uh hated this movie as much i disagree with my brother in a lot of things <laughs> and when it comes to cinema but my brother came into the kitchen when i was watching it and he goes, what are you watching? I go, away we go. And he goes, why the fuck are you watching that? It is an awful piece of shit. I had to watch it in the cinema on a date or something. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, I'm this is a date movie. And I just turn around and I go like, I'm dying here. Like it felt like, you know, I needed Kevin Costner to come out and pull me towards the fucking shore because I was drowning in just fucking terrible no, there's like, a man who lives under the sea i literally like i've been ranting for the last 20 minutes or so yeah you really but have i can't put into words how much i dislike this movie as in i don't know like i i i thought like i kind of because like, i haven't like not watched movies like randomly anymore that even when i pick movies that i dislike it's usually shit that at least has like an interesting way in the filmic sense for me to go like i learned something from that like even in the sense of like i learned that i wouldn't do that in my scripts or i w- wouldn't do that or, or uh, 
uh, they they must have had difficulty it's Kim, this it's way. It's the Kim Newman school of of uh, of, of uh, film education, where it's not until you watch the really bad ones that you um, that's that's what you learn from. You don't really learn anything from watching Citizen Kane. And I thought it's like why I never really had heard of this movie that was kind of buried and released, etc., etc. And I'm like, uh, if I had made this movie, I wouldn't let anybody see it. Like, I'd be, like, it'd be in a vault somewhere. Like, just do whatever is contractually oh obligated God. for you to put it out in the world. As in, like, I would have fucking dis- disowned the movie. Like, take my name off the fucking thing. Like, I... I, I don't um... think that's how Sam Mendes feels about it, but okay. Um, what's funny is that I don't... I understand some of what you're saying. Most of it, I totally don't. I don't I don't understand why you hated this quite so much. Like, it, it's, it is actually kind of... Cr- I've never seen you hate something this much in my entire life. Like, not even just across the, like, the podcast. We're like... So I nearly kind of want to apologize to you. Even though I don't really completely understand it. But at the same time, I feel like you're... I, I, I'm getting sincerity from your hatred. And it's kind of like... I'm trying, I'm oh, like I, I. By the way, like I never go into a movie wanting to feel this no, way no, about no, it. No, because, and no, like, and that's what Mark Hamill would say. People were like, "Oh, you love ranting," and he's like, "I fucking don't." <laughs> like, I don't like how like going into a film and knowing that oh, I'm gonna hate this. Like, that's not. It's not an enjoyable thing. You imagine if you could do that every like every week. And like you said as well, like in the beginning of the movie, that it is kind of like uh, shit. But at the same time, I was like, it's a road trip movie. There's a lot of chances for it to find its legs. You know, like you, you still have time. Go on, go on. I was like urging the movie yeah. to like. Yeah. like uh, so you saying that. So, okay. I, I apologize. I like uh, in a way. Honestly, kinda... like I fucking, I thought that you would have problems with it because I don't think it's perfect. But I really, really was not expecting this. And it's so funny because like I remember ages ago Claire Gleason was like shout out to Claire Gleason friend of the pod she was like oh, you should pick a way we go and I was like oh I love that movie and then I was like thinking about it and I was like yeah I think I will pick it because it's like it's kind of summery now and blah 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 and uh and then uh Kira as well also friend of the pod she was like I love that movie I have it on DVD and <laughs> I was watching it with Eileen and he's like I really enjoyed that and I was like yeah Ricardo will probably hate it she was like yeah <laughs> no, but like it's like it literally <laughs> is like part of thing on paper what, Part of why I think I hated this movie so much it's is that they like this grabbed genre. everything that I like about, like, from the actors to, like, the scenarios to, like, the ideas of the movie. Like, I'm romantic. Like, I'm a romantic guy. I want to, like, have a couple to root for. I like what you said about, like, a film that they never gonna be close to break up is not why I think that they're smug whatsoever. I think that maybe like it makes it even worse because of the script, the way that it deals with the other characters that the movie goes like these two people are perfect. Everybody else is shit. Pretty okay. much. I don't think that they're portrayed as perfect. They are but in a way that is like, oh, are we failures? Are we? Oh, my God. I just wanted to fucking like, like straight away. The movie started is like, no, no, this is bad. Oh, this Jesus is bad. Christ. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, it feels like it felt like when you go to like. Uh, to the doctor you think that you're gonna have like a minor procedure or something you know that it's gonna hurt but then as the procedure starts you're like this hurts a lot more than i expected and this is what like in the beginning it was like this is bad but i thought that it's like even if it's like just this bad i can take it 
And I think the moment that like fucking Mike again look all is gonna like I found it hilarious by the way that the way that you do the fucking uh, uh, all the social media shit yeah and because you didn't know my take for this movie <laughs> I was like she doesn't know I was just sitting there going like I did get an inkling of it though um, also uh, because Ricardo had originally he was gonna pick Brooklyn and then he changed his mind and I did wonder if it was because he'd watched no, this no I I, and... I I I changed it after watching it but i wasn't gonna change it anyways that okay. it was just because there was uh uh number one like oh i'll say why i picked the movie that i picked for next week but yeah. also uh what could it be uh because i felt that it was like too many like what was the last film that we did as well like it was another romantic i know film. where i'm going yeah so it's like three kind of ideas of romance in a row yeah no and, that's fine and it's like kind of as well is that I didn't want to do Brooklyn within the context of those three movies because they there are certain similarities and stuff that yeah. I just wanted to like not in the sense that it, they'll be interesting to talk about in the future it'll still be a future pick yeah but it's more that I didn't want it to be compared and contrasted so much like have yeah, a, yeah, no, a more like cleaner kind of take into it yeah yeah uh, and also it's because uh, I, I I just couldn't take watching another fucking romantic movie after this. Like, well, yeah, that, so I, that that did that did give. I was like, but oh, like oh, I was gonna oh, I was gonna oh, change oh. it anyways. But like uh, I let's say that I was already ninety five percent sure that I was gonna change it, <laughs> and this movie only gave me the the other like just gave me the five percent to go. Okay, I'll tell Orla if she hasn't seen Brooklyn yet to yeah. to change it, but like. Uh, I probably if, even if I loved it, I still probably would have yeah. changed it. No, I think I think I think you're right because we do do that sometimes where we we end up with a kind of a stack. Yeah. And like when you look over it, then it's like no, no, it's better to particularly when they are week to week, it's better to kind of like shake up the genres yeah. a bit. Like I actually sat there at the end of the movie, going like having to decompress, like think about, and I actually like I, I did go back on it the next yeah. day to go like. Did I fucking have a stroke watching this or something? Because it's more that then I start fucking trying to like almost fucking doing like a wall chart of like conspiracy theories about why Orla liked it so much to pick that. Like my brother even goes like, is it? My brother's line was, "You gave her seven samurai, and he gives you away." We oh go. Oh my god. Fuck you, Felipe. But like, no. me, and then we were like, is she taking the piss? Is it like, is it April? No, it's not. Or whatever. It's like, I like this movie and I refuse. That's not what this podcast is about. I fucking refuse to accept that from Felipe. No, no, no. no. Like, I, like I told him I saw that. It's like the whole point as well is to take risks or whatever. Like I think in and a way. And I take way more risks than you. I'm sorry. How, I've picked how, so many musicals. How much of an easy option is fucking Seven Samurai? Like, come on. Yeah, it is three hours long or whatever. But, That's the only thing that the would make you not pick this it. This on paper is a safe choice. Like it's everything that I like in the warm hug of a that movie. is true this was one of my safe choices and like literally like i've had it there in the back of my head for ages and i had a few other ones and i was like no i'm gonna pick this because i you know like i kind of i wanted to watch it again as well i was like no because it reminds me of whenever i watched it whenever it came out and i just i loved everything you know like uh, it hugs me but it, so uh, it, i thought it, you would also feel the hugging it, it, so fuck you felipe it, it, it you're also, not my friend well it felt that somebody was hugging me but they had like nails sticking out of their jumper or something and it's just oh, poking me out. i just i had that i left that one just there for you but uh it also for me like 
it's sometimes like it gives me a warm feeling this movie just to know that i i doubt i'll ever feel this bad about another movie in the podcast that i found the bottom of the barrel like i found it it's like there's a kind of like reassuring feeling of knowing that it can't get worse than this i think i i I think that ricardo feels like i've ruined our friendship and no 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 like uh, i I don't think i'm not not, not entirely sure how this movie managed to do that (laughs) i literally like i mean not like and by the way i'm not I, I, at no point I'm like judging you for liking this movie. No, no, I just, Felipe was though. Yeah, but, but <laughs> no, I was kidding. By the way, but uh, no, I think for like, because obviously, you know, there've been lots of things where I've kind of been like, you know, because I mean, I'm not, I really like this movie, but I'm not incredibly precious about it either. Like there've been other ones where I've been really afraid that you weren't gonna like it because like I love them so much, and like most of the time you do, so it's like relief. But um, yeah, like I, pff, I'm just like. Pff, there's like there's you're so far down the road like it's like uh oh what a lovely war where there was nothing nothing ever to be done or said like no matter no matter what different paths my life could have taken i was never going to like that film so like i feel a bit like that where i'm just like (laughs) no i think that for your i have nothing for for yours is kind of the like the film is just like a musical fucking world war one british people kind of that it's like a lot of things already going against it before even you start watching it i don't like war movies or british or i don't just like war movies or british well people. one of your fucking criticisms like they're too british yeah but british and on a fucking like way. yeah but that's you know what I mean? yeah like, but that's what i'm saying that it's like i knew that okay, about okay. it so like i knew that, that there was a there was a like uh, a chance of that like blowing in my face it was like a a risky risky pick but the thing is that like that's why i think that like and at least like there's no way of criticizing the technical ability of of what a lovely war it was not my intention to put those two movies up against each other by the way and you don't have to (laughs) let's put that let's put that to bed let's put that to uh, bed like but um even the the fuck like even the fact that his job is actually a, a a capitalist kind of piece of shit job that only exists in America and it fucks over so many people because the only companies that really need insurance for insurance companies are insurance medical insurance companies and insurance companies are banks because they fuck people over and then when they get sued by millions and millions they need insurance to pay those fucking sues so you're like you're supporting the bank robbers let's say you're supporting the bad people and the movie goes into like when Mike Ginlango and the, your man that plays Nando Parado in the live like who had the gala playing a Uruguayan in the 90s next to Ethan Hawke oh god um, oh my god I forgot Ethan Hawke was in that Jesus Christ and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well let's go to favorite things shall we um <laughs> Ricardo what was your favorite thing? Uh, that the movie had an end. There we go. I knew that was going to be it. Also, like, that that look moment. Like, that's a good acting... It was the only time that I felt, like, given a technical of a structure, that that scene in the nightclub after the reveal, like, I think it was very ham-fistedly done up to that point. 
but the actual emotion of them looking at each other was like the only moment that I felt like those two moments like that moment in the moment in the cafe in the cafe that they're discussing about love or whatever and he gets like the two sugar cubes or whatever he is so good and I always yeah. forget he's really good because he's in um sharp objects which yeah. is really interesting um another Gillian Flynn um southern uh detective thing but um and he shows up and like i didn't really fancy him so i was like Woo-hoo! and uh like he's just he's, he really he always he, plays somebody's brother in movies like he's always like oh he's in brother. ruby sparks yeah. as the brother isn't he yeah like, he always is somebody's brother like that's the, Do you the... Know paul dano and what's her name are actually together in real life Zoe yeah, yeah. and that. she uh Helped them uh, write the screenplay uh, he's directing that oh, looks amazing. That looks really good. She's really interesting. She wrote Ruby Sparks, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Which is an odd film, but I think I did. We, did strangely, we, did we like, see that in the, in the cinema? No, no, I watched I, it. Like I. I watched it with so like the I watched it by myself first and I really liked it. Then I watched it with my mom and I was like, I I, I despise yeah, this movie. Yeah. I, think I don't it was, despise it. It's just like it's ooh. very 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 problematic. The same way the um, oh the, God, the scene remix then, of dance. Uh, was it another uh, fucking about time? The, yeah, like yeah. when you're not thinking about it, and it's then kind you of watch like, it okay, again, and, and then you're, you're like. like oh. The Bill Nye thing is amazing, but, but the, it's the, very disingenuous what he does to Rachel McAdams. Yeah, that comes it's to, creepy. Yeah, uh, it's I, creepy. I, I was, and the film gets away with, like, it's it's like every Richard Curtis movie where there's so many problematic things in it, but it's, like, wrapped up in the Richard Curtis warmth. Yeah. So you're like, I but, mean, gee, although... But it kind of doesn't get away with it. Mm, it's kind of... No, not, not now. And it's just, it's just the fact that, uh, yeah, no. I mean, I do still love that movie, but it's you know it's the fact that he's always casting people of that you know of the Donald Gleason yeah. of the Hugh Grant. You know what I mean? It's like oh, they're so harmless, and it's like n- no, that's really concerning. But Bill Nye forever, also Nick Cave. My favorite thing was uh, probably Maya Rudolph because I just. I love her and I wish she was in more things I love her I absolutely loved her in uh, uh, The Good Place she plays like oh my god yeah she turns up she's so odd so much shade she throws (laughs) with her burrito Oh, she's well, so... my single favorite moment sorry just because uh, The Good Place is so happy (sighs) when the fucking Sean the (laughs) The guy that is like the main devil, yeah. the, he goes like, "Oh, I did this thing," and Ted Danson is like, "But you didn't follow the rules. Like, I, you're not supposed to do that." I think it was like throw, uh, show, uh, send troops to like the medium place. Yeah. And Sean goes, "Yeah, I thought about like following protocol, but then I remember I'm a naughty bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and I love. That I love moment. that actor as well. Like, oh, it's such a great. He's show. great in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's uh, Andre Brower's husband in it. <laughs> like, because Andre Brower is so gay in it. He's it's so, so sassy. Um, Sorry, uh, yeah, Maya Rudolph. Yes, yeah, yeah, she's just she's. Oh, I just love her. I love her clothes, and it's just she has that kind of thing as well. Of like when she just looks at him and she's like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" You know what I mean? And it's like you know, every woman has had that look of just like, "Oh, I love you, but for the love of God, will you shut up?" You know what I mean? And like, I, t- oh, I just I love her. Um, so I what? I want her to be in more things. She needs I mean, to too. Mm. like in better things as well. She can mm. do like regardless of what you think of the movie. There's no way that you can think that this is like. 
a movie that serves her talent as good as in the sense that it, she, she you might think that she did a good job i think that she couldn't have done a good job like it's not her fault let's say in the way that i see it it's just yeah. that the character is so badly written that she gives it weight in the background but it's so not there that it's like the moments that are okay, not well, you know i don't agree with you but but like what i mean is that even if you thought the way that you think i think that it's kind of her kind of playing it's like a a major league even if baseball. you thought the way that you think no like even if you think that like you like it's this so movie like, even if you like this movie you hurt my feelings it's still like the, for maya rudolph it still feels like she's a major league baseball player playing yeah. in the minor leagues yeah kind of that she... she's just like knocking it out of the park yeah. or whatever but it's like no effort this is like easy fucking tuesday afternoon kind of you know like that she's not freshman she, batting she, practice she, she hasn't had to push herself because she's so good yeah that she like the the road doesn't require her to push herself i would kind of i'd kind of kind of agree with that um but yeah i, I just I, I i love her what was your least favorite thing like i'd say the script of uh, like uh yeah I think that like everything that I can't really live with comes from the script. Yeah. I think that as in, like I said, structurally is not the, the issue. Like I wouldn't have a problem if there was like the hippie family and the drunk party people or whatever, you know, like just if there was any fucking shade of reality or or like even like a little inkling. Give me something. Give me fucking something like uh uh, uh, at some point, I felt like a junkie watching this movie. Go like, uh, going like, give me, give me, like I, uh, like I'll suck dick for subtlety. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> my least favorite thing was Alice and Johnny because it's a total waste of Alice and Johnny. Yeah. But that, that also, like, it's it's a crime. It should be punishable by, like, at least, like, a couple of days in, like, jail or something. <laughs> like, it's because it's impossible to do it. But she's, like, thing is that this has happened to Alice and Johnny before, where she's kind of plugged into things as this kind of, like, she's tall, she's crazy, you know, like, because she's in the way, way back as well, isn't she? Yeah, but she's great in it. Uh, I mean, she's fine i don't think she's as good as anything else no no film. no like i'm not saying yeah. that she... it, so it feels like a waste because she's so good and even whenever she's a side character and things yeah, she's really good it's a waste because they didn't give her the material to do it yeah but she's not bad in it oh, because no, no, the no, character no, no. like no, no, she yeah. plays the like the character has that yeah whatever it's like even like you can tell that it's somebody that has been broken by life by like shitty men or whatever and just went like oh if everybody is shitty i'm gonna be shitty too there's a really old sadness or whatever with this character. It's like it just feels like somebody went. I'm gonna write a crazy person, and then I'm gonna get one of the best act actors out there to just fucking do shite, like do just fucking like ham it up completely, like fucking get Gabrielle, man, get Gabrielle. Uh. That's a reference that no one will get, and we're not going to explain it. Um. <laughs> No, some people will get it, but, you know, they don't listen. Oh, uh, anyways. Uh, I can't take any more of your ire as as much as I respect you. Uh, <laughs> that was the way we go. 
Well, like at the same time, uh, yeah. uh, like uh, I did uh, uh, go, you know, like I, I thought at least I know for sure that I'm not a psychopath because like I have emotion, even <laughs> if it's hatred, it is an emotion. Yes, like, uh, we know, we know you're not, we know you're a big selfie. Uh, and at the same time, I felt like coming in here today. But it's kind of like a support group for me. Otherwise, <laughs> this like it? I was really looking forward to talk about it. And <laughs> is I this being like counseling? Do you feel better yeah, after? But, yeah, like, but like you to, look relieved but, to be honest. But to be honest, I was like walking the entire day, going like, "Oh no, I'm gonna be respectful. I'm just gonna like point out." And I just started fucking talking, and I just couldn't like you were very animated. It was quite myself. funny. Like, no, no, it's like we haven't had a rant in a long time, and like rants are as fun. It was very fun to watch you because it was just like. There's nothing for me to say. You were like in another realm. And it was very entertaining. So um, thank you. And also, fuck you. We're quite a little bit short there. <laughs> well, we're going to have to do closing things. So. Oh, close. Well, we've done. Oh, yeah. Like saying. Yeah, that'll give us a couple minutes. We're fine. Okay, so you're not going to have to cut anything then? No, well, there's nothing to cut. So we're fine. There's like a second to cut. We're grand. Very succinct rant. <laughs> It was quite succinct. And like, sometimes I feel like your runs can go a bit haywire as well. And like, uh, you were, it was, this, it was quite a, it was, it was very Kermodian. Like, as I was watching you, that's what it felt like because it's the outrage that he exhibits and your hands were going and like there was a breeze. <laughs> like, it was very enjoyable. So that was the way we go. I think you should watch it. And I think Ricardo would recommend you watch it as well, just so that you can like tweet at us and agree with him. Yeah, like, uh, uh, but uh, I don't think you will because, you know. Oh my god! Like, to be honest, it's kind of like, like I said before, like I, I, I'll never get pissed off at you picking or anything because you did say like, are you, are, are you mad at me picking or something like that? You, you, if you didn't say you, you might have inferred it. That uh, I'm kidding. I, I, I'd never be mad because that also like that would uh, make you feel less welcome to like, like swing for the fences with a movie that I might love or hate kind of thing. Uh, at the end of the day, as well, like this was supposedly a safe bet. Like I, I, like I have no idea that I had this in me, but it was there, like dormant. Uh, I feel like the U.S. This Army after a... Pearl Harbor. <laughs> this is a safe space, or at least it wasn't until you just said that. Um, <laughs> you know, you can bring whatever you want into this room, and you know that you won't be judged. No, like uh, I'm not judging you for picking. I'm judging the movie for being shit. Like there is, diff- and that's why it's because it's like difference of opinion. Like I, I completely. Why? I, why did I say that for the entire day? And Ricardo's just gonna keep turning to me and saying I wasn't judging. It's okay. I believe you. Um. Yeah. So that was that was the way we go. Uh. Where can they find us, Ricardo? Well, you can find us on Twitter at the Rack Game. You can find us on the Recommendation Game oh, on my. Facebook. Send us emails on the recommendation game at gmail.com. You can find us on Dublin Digital Radio and on the Dublin Digital Radio Mixcloud. Our show is 11 to 12 every Monday, uh, except for last Monday, but we're, we're back in schedule. The you guilt, stop. the guilt I felt at not being able to do that week. Oh my God. So it's hilarious that we nearly <laughs> missed another week before and then I it's know. like we made it. And oh then my like, God, yeah, we pulled it out of the bag only to fail again <laughs> immediately. <laughs> But sure, like it was bound to happen. We had a quite a big streak, nearly as good as my Duolingo. <laughs> Nothing's as good as your Duolingo. Ricardo's learning Russian um, for his defection. Da. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to 
learn the language of our soon-to-be overlords. China? Uh, we're kind of it's pronounced China. <laughs> we're kind of... What's the next week's movie? It's uh, uh, Paul Schrader's Rolling Thunder. Topical. Because of Paul Schrader. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's partly what it is. Yeah, I wondered about that, actually. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.